Welcome to the Dissected Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michaela Keegan Yadley, and I am here to bring incredible guests to you on the topics of teaching and leadership. In this third season, we are focusing on what keeps teachers in the game. It's no surprise that this year has been the most challenging year of teaching for most teachers. And while many are considering leaving the profession altogether, there are also many who still love what they do, or at least have faith that they will love it again soon. We covered all of the challenges and solutions that are needed during season two, and season three is dedicated to seeing us through the challenge to a brighter side of teaching. Get ready to be inspired. This season of the Dissected Podcast is brought to you by the 3D Printing Man. Get custom food bowls or custom chore charts printed by the 3D Printing Man. Visit his Etsy store, The 3D Printing Man, again at Etsy, The 3D Printing Man, and use the code DISSECTED for 10% off. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I am very happy to bring you this episode today. We are going to hear from EFT tapping expert, Lauren Fonville. Now, if you're not familiar with EFT tapping, I'm gonna let her explain all about it. And I wasn't familiar with it either until about a month ago when I just had happened to attend a workshop and they did it. I was skeptical and I couldn't believe how much stress and anxiety was relieved through this extremely simple method. I don't want to oversimplify it, but I want you to know that it's research-backed. When I learned the science behind it, I was blown away. It makes sense why it works. So we're going to hear from Lauren today about what EFT tapping is. She's going to take us through a couple tapping exercises. And then actually next week, next week on Wednesday during Teacher Appreciation Week, so that would be Wednesday the 4th of May, she's actually going to lead a session for free. MKJ is sponsoring it where she'll actually take you through, through video, some EFT tapping so you can get some stress and anxiety reduction during your week and learn the technique and tool. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode by Lauren and sign up. Look forward to seeing you next week at the session. Hey everybody, we are here for another episode of Dissect Ed Podcast and we are fortunate to have Lauren Fonville with us today. She is an integrative energy practitioner and coach. And actually, Lauren, I'm gonna turn it over to you to introduce yourself to us and our listeners and tell us a little bit about what you do. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me here today, Michaela. I'm excited to to chat with you about all this. So like you said, I am an integrative energy practitioner, practitioner, and I specialize in EFT tapping specifically for those who are dealing with stress, anxiety, chronic pain, and, and past trauma. And I know that Some people might be like, what is EFT? Um, EFT stands for the emotional freedom technique. So it's a technique that, that I utilize that we'll be talking about today to really help people find freedom from their emotions. And um, I really guide my clients on a journey of self-healing and breaking through obstacles, physical, mental, or emotional that are keeping them feeling, feeling stuck. It's really all about the work that I do is really all about helping people feel at home in their bodies. We all deserve to feel good and at peace. And sometimes with everything that's going on in the outside world, it can have a real impact on our inside world. And so the practices that I utilize with my clients really focus on the our inside world and how that can impact our experience externally. 
Well, I hate to say it, but I think we might be on the wrong podcast because I'm sure there are no educators that can relate to feeling stress right now. <laughs> um, everybody, everybody stopped at when they heard you say, um, you know, stress and anxiety and they're like, oh, that's me. That's me. Yep, that's me. Um, and oh, there's a new technique. Okay. Yep. I'm all ears. Um, and so I'm glad that you told us what EFT is because like I said, I, I mean, I've worked in special education. I actually was teaching um, in special education up until this past school year. I left uh, the principal role and actually just sought what my heart was made full by. And that had always been by being a special ed teacher. And in doing that, I, that's actually where I first became aware of EFT tapping um, because somebody in the school had become aware of it. But that's as far as my knowledge of it went until I can say, share with the audience, you know, this is a really, I think a really important episode for you because I hear all the time I've worked with teachers this year, especially from across the country and really stressed out teachers who are at the space where they're like, I just, I can't even get my classroom essentially under control, right? I feel out of control even every single day in class, I, I don't feel safe, or I don't feel like I can go to anybody. I'm stressed out. I, uh, you know, I don't. I feel that there's, you know, a lot of disrespect. So when, when a teacher is at that, when teachers at that level, what that says to me is there's there they are like it's like this is an emergency. This is a, an emergency because that is the kind of the baseline basic thing that somebody needs to be able to experience in their day in order to feel a successful day, right? I feel like I can effectively get through my, my lesson. I'm connecting with students. And so if teachers are reaching out to me, typically that's where they're experiencing their pain point, which says to me, you are stressed. Um, and so I'm excited to share this with everybody because I actually had my first experience with tapping last week at a conference where I never in a million years thought that's what we'd be doing. I thought I was going to be learning like sales systems and, you know, tech, uh, marketing techniques and out there, we really did a lot of inner work. And so I tr truly, for the first time, I think understood what it, what it means to work on the inside. Right. I, I've been going to therapy like my whole life because that's helpful, but that's my only real experience of like, let's work on the inside. And I think it's a lot, a lot, uh, more widespread and broad than just going to therapy. I think there are a lot of other things that in addition to that we can do. So that's why I'm really excited to bring this episode to everybody today because it's had such a big impact on me just in the last week, having experienced it and not just heard about it. So my question first to you, Lauren, is um, what types of problems can EFT help solve and how yes. does it help you feel better physically and emotionally, because again, I think every educator is here saying, how, how do I feel better? How can I feel better? Mm -hmm. It can help with a wide variety of condi conditions. It can help with anxiety, stress, overwhelm, like we were talking about. It can also help with physical pain, whether that's chronic pain or, you know, just like aches and pains. Mm -hmm. um, it can, it can help with uh, dealing with, with past trauma and PTSD. 
And I know that's a lot that's saying, oh, this whole idea of tapping. And so it's literally tapping for those people that don't know. It's literally gently tapping on certain points of the body while simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you're feeling. So if you're sitting here listening to this thinking, yeah, right. Like that's crazy. That was kind of me. I'm not going to lie. Like full transparency. That was me. That was, uh, that was kind of me until I experienced it last week. And that was my, that was same, same here. Like I was very skeptical and I was introduced to this technique at a time when I, in my life, when I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and kind of like you were saying, I was at a point where it was like, well, let me just try anything. I've tried all these other things that haven't really moved the needle for me. And I was just given this opportunity to be introduced to this at at a workshop. Well, okay, let me just sit here and tap and do what this woman is telling me to do. And I noticed a real shift. So I will say that I think that there's a lot of power in the actual practice of it. You can talk about something so much to try to, you know, wrap your head around why it works, but the real, um, the, the real beauty of it is in the experience of it and, and giving it a try and seeing how it feels in feels in your body. Um, and, and there's a lot of science behind why it works. And maybe we'll talk a little bit about that too. Um, because there's studies that have been done. And I know that when I was first introduced, I liked that. I liked that there was, that there was some, um, information that I could really read and try to understand the why. Yeah. Why why don't we talk about that now? Because I know for me too, and I think, again, you're talking to a bunch of people who are, you know, educators and we are introduced to lots of different things all the time. I'm not talking about specifically like things that can help us, but in general. And a lot of times we're like, okay, so like, how do we know this? How do we know this works? Like what makes this work? So why don't we go there? Let's get into the science. Cause I know that's fascinated me too. Yeah, definitely. So what's happening is that when I, when I talk about, when I describe how EFT works and and what it is, I compare it to acupuncture because people are more familiar with acupuncture. Okay. So when you go to an acupuncturist, they take those needles and they put them in at certain points of the body, the points of the body that they're putting those needles in at are the end points of the meridians. The meridians are the, the pathways for energy. So how energy moves through our, our body when, you know, when you think about like Chinese medicine, so what's happening, what has, what has been found is that as you're tapping on these certain points, it's sending a message to the amygdala in the brain. The amygdala is the part of the brain that controls fight or flight, fight, flight or freeze. And, you know, that's there to protect us in those dangerous situations so that we can fight back or run away or play dead. But when we're talking about chronic stress and anxiety and overwhelm, it's, it's like you're in that state of fight or flight constantly, right? And when you're in a state of fight or flight constantly, cortisol is being pumped through the body. Cortisol is the stress hormone. So what's happening, what uh, a study by Dr. Peter Stapleton shows is that as you're tapping on these points, it's sending a message to the amygdala and telling the, the amygdala, hey, you don't actually need to be in fight or flight right now. And it has been shown to reduce the amount of cortisol pumping through the body by up to 43%. I mean, that's a huge, huge number. Um, and so it's, it's, it's helping to rewire your, your brain, essentially, so that when you... Um, when you start to think differently, then you feel differently. So it's creating new neural pathways as well. But the big thing is that it's reducing the amount of cortisol that's pumping through your body. And so when that happens, you start to feel calmer because when you're really stressed out, 
it's like you can't even you can't even think straight because the information that's trying to get to the free frontal frontal cortex, prefrontal cortex is not able to get there because your amygdala is going is is going off and um, all these other things are happening. So as you're tapping, what's happening is that the your your prefrontal cortex is coming back online because sometimes they'll say like you flipped your lid, right? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And, and, and that's what's happening is that like the information that's coming up the brainstem stem to make that good decision can't happen because the prefrontal cortex is going offline and the amygdala is going crazy. And so if we can quiet the amygdala and then bring that prefrontal cortex back online, then the information coming up the brainstem stem can get to that area so that you can think more clearly. And when you can think more clearly, obviously you can make better decisions and you feel calmer in your body. And, you know, it's that whole mind body connection that's, that's going on there. Yeah. And so, well, a couple of things there. One is you mentioned that tapping actually sends a message to the amygdala. Like you are essentially you're safe or you don't have to go into fight or flight mode. Now, a couple of questions on that. Cause I actually, I just don't know. Is it the tapping along with what you're saying to yourself at the time, like when you're acknowledging the the feelings that you're having, is that what you mean? Like, the, like the actual tapping and along with the. Yeah. So if you're in a situation where you can't necessarily be uh, talking out loud, um, mm -hmm. you can, you, there is still benefit of just tapping and doing some deep breathing and it's going to send that message there. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, the real, the real power does come in when you start to acknowledge those thoughts that have kind of been swirling away in your mind, those emotions that are attached to, to those thoughts that have kind of been eating away at you. Sometimes, Sometimes when you're thinking something, right, we're thinking the same thing over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So taking the time to tap on the points and say it out loud really begins to create that cognitive shift. And so something that feels really true in the beginning yeah. can start to feel further away. You can start to feel confused. You can start to feel like, oh, that seems a little silly now that I felt so strongly about that. It just, it, it, it helps the process along for sure. And then... Is there like a, a time, like, is it, is there, should you do it, you know, whenever you feel the, the intense stress or that fight or flight like or the anxiety, or is there a certain number of times a day you should do it or for a certain duration? Like, what are the, what's the best way to use it? Yeah. So the great thing is that it's both a proactive tool and a reactive tool. So you can definitely use it in those times when you're feeling the anxiety come on or you're feeling a panic attack come on. That's a great time to start tapping. However, it's also really beneficial to take some time each day to do some tapping. Um, and, you know, there's no there's no one time of day that's better than any time. It's just the time that you're actually going to do it like any any <laughs> habit, you know, um, so attaching it to something that you already do. I always tell people, you know, if you're someone who takes a shower every morning, when the shampoo is in your hair, take a few minutes to just tap on the points and do some breathing and let that be, you know, part of your morning morning routine. Because, you know, with anything, the more, the more you practice something, the more likely you are to use it in those times when you really are feeling overwhelmed and, um, and needing it. That's really helpful because... Again, when I was just hearing about it and hadn't experienced it or hadn't had more in-depth conversations about the practice, I 
I didn't know. Like, I was like, does this take an hour? Does it take half an hour? Is this something that, like, when do we do this? How does this actually work? And so having you address those and answer those are really, really helpful. And you said that it can reduce the stress by 43%? Yeah, up to 43%. It can reduce the cortisol, the amount of cortisol pumping through your body by up to 43%. And I know we didn't talk about this, like, pre-show, but... For, do you happen to know or can you explain the effects of cortisol on cortisol <laughs> cortisol on the body? Do you, yeah, so, do you know those? So cortisol is is the stress hormone. So that's yeah. contributing to that feeling of um, that heightened awareness. So in in EFT, we'll we'll kind of refer to it as like the zzz, the zzz effect, right? So if mm-hmm. you think of um, you know, this example, one of my one of my mentors gave this example when he was first describing it to me that I thought found helpful. So if you are at a, at a party, you're having a great time, you're in a really great mood, you had a lot of fun, right? And then you um, get you get in your car and you're driving home. And then all of a sudden, you see police lights behind you and you're and you're getting pulled over. And it's that feeling of like, Oh, God, oh God, you know, and so yeah. like, that's like the feeling like so anything that's going to cause you to have that heightened of awareness, cortisol is going to be is going to be part of that. It's it's triggering that that kind of response in your body. So whatever that is for you, sometimes that means like you know the rate the racing heart. Sometimes it means sweating, and you know everybody responds differently to to stress. But yeah. So, um, just so we can talk a little bit about this and set the stage for our listeners, how how do emotions build up and impact you uh, physically? Yeah. The definition of emotion is energy in motion. And so energy wants to move. It wants to move. Right. And so when we are, when we're, I I refer to it as stuffing emotions, right? So Mm -hmm. when you have something that happens, so maybe, you know, you, you had a really bad day. The kids were being really wild in the classroom. You were really frustrated. Maybe you were really angry. Right. We don't like feeling frustrated, angry, sad, overwhelmed. Those are not the warm and fuzzies. And so what most people will do is to really, what I call, uh, stuff it down, right? Press it, press it down. And then we redirect our attention. We distract ourselves and we throw ourselves into something else. So maybe it's like you come home and you just throw yourself into taking care of your kids. Or maybe you throw yourself onto the couch and have a few too many of wine or something like that, you know, whatever, whatever it is for you to, to distract yourself. Um, and while that can work in the short term, that does not work in the long term. And so I, I'm a pretty visual person. So I think of it like in my chest, right? You're pushing the stuff down for as long as you can. And then at some point it's going to get all the way to the top and you're going to explode. Right. And so maybe that's going to explode, um, verbally by, by lashing out at someone who doesn't, deserve it. Or maybe it's going to be physical because a lot of the time when we have the, there's a lot of emotional contributors to physical pain. And so people can really, I think, relate to that with stress. Like when you're feeling really stressed, where do you feel that in your body? And most people have an immediate answer to that question. They know where they feel it in their body. For me, it's like in my neck and my jaw and my shoulders, it gets all, all really tight. But the thing is, is that the, it's, it's not just with stress that we have those physical uh, sensations. It's with any, any emotion 
that we are feeling it physically. We might not be cognitively aware of that, but once we begin to tune into that and really listen to the innate wisdom of our, of our bodies and what our bodies are trying to tell us, it, it, it lets us know, right? Like if, you know, yeah. we think maybe heartbreak, right? Something happens and you're just like heartbroken. You feel that, like that pressure in your chest, maybe. But there's all these, you know, it, it's with any type of emotion, there's a physical tie to it. And so the work that I do is is helping to kind of pull back the layers of that so that we're not stuffing this stuff down, so that we can acknowledge how we're feeling, sit with that emotion, so that we can move through it instead of running from it. Um, thank you for making it visual so yeah. that we could pi literally picture it and feel it. I think what I want to share with listeners is that, you know, I've, I've been in this place of being incredibly stressed out, experiencing trauma in the workplace. Um, and, you know, hearing these things, this is going back probably, you know, seven, eight years ago. So I don't know that it wasn't, I don't know that there was widespread information about these types of techniques that can help, but, and also the effective stress on the body or the emotions on the body. I just remember my doctor saying to me, you have, you know, your, your job's causing you too much stress. And I was like, well, no kidding, but what, what am I going to do? Leave my job? Um, which I finally did like years later, but in that moment, it's, it is hard to hear that that might be the only option, right? So, you know, my doctor would say that to me all the time and I was like, well, that's great. And yeah, probably, but like I, but that wasn't even an option on the table for me. I was dedicated to it and that to me wasn't an option. So I really thought my options were like, leave my job or, uh, just deal with, everything that was happening because of the stress and the trauma and all of that. And so what I want to say to, to teachers and, you know, school leaders, anybody who's listening right now, there's this, I, I had a lot of resentment towards that job uh, because I felt like it was doing things to me and I wouldn't be experiencing what I was experiencing if it weren't for that situation. And, and I was right. I mean, that's true. However, what I then did was I didn't, I, I think I, I'm not giving myself enough credit. I was trying really hard to figure out like meditation walks or let me try this. Let me try that. But what I hear, especially now during this school year of, of education, which I think is universally accepted as the most challenging school year that anybody can, it can remember is we have a, a, a feeling of, well, self-care or taking care of these things or taking care of ourselves. Like there's only so much we can do. We need, you know, our school district or our schools to take things off our plate. I think that's definitely true. But what I would challenge my audience to also consider is the likelihood that things are going to dramatically change in education anytime soon are, are low. And I think and we all know that, right? Like things change very slowly. So we, just waiting around for it to get better or to get less stressful or to get, you know, to get less, uh, to evoke it, fewer emotions, because that's another thing with a lot of emotions this year around everything our kids are going through. It, it's hard, but to wait 
for that to change is going to, I think, have lasting impact on, on all of us. Um, and knowing that there are real tools that are out there and available to help us cope and just at least feel, like you said, 43% less cortisol in the body is a lot better than 100%. Um, and so if there are things that we can do, I really, really encourage my listeners to consider the alternative to just waiting for it to get better and actually taking some action to take care of ourselves within this difficult situation because otherwise having the stress hormone present in the body for an extended period of time can do lasting damage to our bodies, which is something that I learned way too late (laughs) in the game. Um, but it's important if I was like, if I had known this or somebody had sat me down and really explained it to me, maybe I would have done something a little bit differently or taken a, few, a little bit more action just for myself. Um, and so I wanted to take a moment just to, you know, say to everybody, this is important. It's important to, to pay attention to this. And this has been shown to, to work the EFT tapping for sure. Um, and the connection of, are you able to tell us, talk us a little bit through why it's important to be, to be in our bodies. Like, what does that mean when we are really stressed or feeling like maybe we're having, feeling a really high level of anxiety? What does that mean to like come back to our, to our bodies? Yeah. So what makes tapping so effective is two things. I think one being able to really tune into your body, paying attention to the signals that your body is, is sending you. And then also using your own words when, when doing the tapping and being able to really listen in and, and, um, and what I, what I mean by that, by tuning in an example that I, that I like to share is that if I was to say to you, um, take a moment to think about where your clothes are touching your skin right now, right? You're bringing your attention to that area. It's not that you didn't have a shirt on a moment ago, but it's that your attention is now bringing, being you know, focused on, on where it's touching you on your skin. And so it's the same idea that if we're just going to like maybe close your eyes, tune in, go inward, what are you noticing? Like, what are you noticing physically? What sensations do you feel in your body? As we're saying these, you know, as we come up with phrases to use and tap on the different points, do you notice anything happening internally? Does any um, does any visualization come to mind? Does a memory from the past come up? So it's really just allowing yourself to focus and let the mind do what the what the mind's going to do. And a lot of the time, you know, there are these past experiences that are contributing to how we are feeling in the in the present moment, right? And um, being able to allow yourself to go there. So if a thought pops up of something that happened in the past, even though you don't think it's related to how you're feeling right now, I would just challenge you to say that that thought is coming up for a reason and it's not for you to ignore it. It's, it's to explore it. And, and in this work, we are able to really kind of connect the dots and figure out what, like, what's going on here? You know, one thing is connected to another. And it's the same thing, you know, as humans, we've had 
lots and lots of experiences in our life. And again, these experiences, I think of them as like layers and each layer just goes on top of each other. And within those layers, it's almost like, you know, connect the dots between the layers. And then once you get to the top, that's going to be your current experience. And you don't, you don't, aren't even necessarily fully aware of how all these other things are connected and contributing to how you're feeling right now in this, in this moment. And so when you can create that awareness, then you can begin to create change and um, and then you you think differently and feel differently. Yeah. I mean, and I can say, you know, yes, I was away um, in California. So like that, just getting away from the daily, the day to day grind, I guess, is helpful. But I know that I can say I definitely felt a, a calm and a, a presence that I haven't felt. I, I kept joking around with anybody who knew me there that like I hadn't sat through an entire day of like professional learning or, you know, workshops in like 12 years. I was always looking for the door. I knew where that was. Um, I had my escape route planned. I was probably checking my phone as a distraction all the time. I was present to the distraction. So I wasn't always fully present. And I was able, I was full, not just, I wasn't just able to be fully present. I was fully present and wanted to be, and it was easy. And I was really, I surprised myself with just how open and present I was to what was, to what I was there for. And the days were long. They were, you know, eight in the morning until eight at night. And that those are long days to be on and learning. And it honestly, I felt like a, a just not a different person, just a, a calm version of me, one that I haven't experienced in a really long time. And so it was encouraging to me to know that that's possible and to also want to then figure out, well, okay, so when I go back to the daily grind, how can I bring this back? And what was it about that? And I, the EFT tapping was definitely a big part of that because we were taken through some exercises. And I said to myself, skeptical self, Surrender, give into it and try it because you owe this to yourself, given everything that you've experienced with, you know, the stress and trauma and everything in education, you owe this to yourself to try this and see if it can work. And it did, um, which was really relieving. And so I want, I want to give, I know you said you're a visual person. We're sitting here and I can see you as you're explaining tapping, which is helpful. And you told me that you have a way for our listeners to be able to actually experience this with you in a way that's not just listening to the podcast, but take their learning on this a step further with you. And can you explain to them how they can do that? Yeah. Um, you know, the first step would be to learn where, where all of the points are. I do have a masterclass on my website that goes into a lot of detail of the science and walks you through an actual practice. And so, Yeah. And so you can access that at mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. Um, But I mean, if you wanted, I could walk you through where all of the points are right now and we could do a little tapping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, and for this, we can just, just tap and breathe. I'll just describe what 
where the points are. So the first point is on the pinky side of the hand. Mm -hmm. So I'm using my right hand to tap on the pinky side of my left hand. But if you're a lefty and you want to tap with your left hand, you can do that too. There's no, I'll, I'll preface this by saying there's no wrong way of tapping. Um, and some people will ask, well, how many times do you tap on each point? Again, there's no right or wrong answer. Um, I usually will stay on that point um, for like the phrase that we come up with to use for each point, if that makes sense. Okay, so the next point is right in the center of the head, the crown of the head. I always tell people like when you're going, to, when you're taking your kids to the doctor and they bring um, the little measuring stick down and they like hit you right on the top of the head, that's where you want to be tapping. And then you go to the start of the eyebrows on both eyebrows. So right across the bridge of the nose on both sides. So you can tap with both hands, so the index finger and the middle finger of each hand on either of those points, or you can kind of just use one hand and use an index finger on one side and the um, middle finger on the other side. Now we're gonna go to the side of the eyes. It's kind of like on the eye bone there on the side. Then we go and tap underneath the eyes, on the bone underneath the eyes. Then we go under the nose, kind of like at that 90 degree mark between the lip and the, and the nose where they come together. And then we'll move to the chin crease. So between the bottom lip and the tip of the chin. And then the collarbone. So for the collarbone, you want to go down the center and then over to the side about an inch, inch and a half. So you're on the fleshy part underneath the collarbone. And then the next point is underneath the arm. So for women, it would be on the side of the body, right, uh, right where like the bra strap is. And for men, about two and a half inches down from the armpit. And then the last point I like to use is called the gamut point, And it's on the back of the hand between the pinky and the ring finger. And that's it. Those are those are all of the points. Um, and so you can you can use all of those all of those points um, at any time. If there's one of the points that while we were doing that, you're like, oh, yeah, I like that point the best. You can always, you know, if you take anything away from today, you can just go to that point and tap um, and and do some deep breathing. And it's going to help to help to calm you down. But, um, you know, as far as like taking next steps with this work, um, there's, there's different things you can do. There are lots of YouTube videos out there where you can tap along with people. I have lots of, um, lots of YouTube videos available. And I think that they can be, they can be helpful for a beginner to know where to tap to kind of help, um, guide you through the process. However, the, the, um, the thing that, that you need to be mindful of with doing those videos is that the words that you use are the words of the practitioner, right? Yeah. And so what makes this mo the most powerful is when you're using your own words. So if you can really use it as a guide, that that's great. Um, if you are someone who really knows that you want to like dive deep with this stuff, I would suggest working with a practitioner, especially if you're someone that has experienced um, some, some trauma, you want to make sure that you're doing this in a way that is safe. And I think that's one of the great things about tapping is that you, you can approach trauma in a very safe way, in a way that is, you know, not like you're diving off the, into the deep end, right? Mm -hmm. You can do it in a way that um, feels safe and calm and um, move at your own pace. And so I always would recommend for people to work with a 
work with a practitioner if, if you are knowingly aware of the fact that, that you have trauma. I mean, we all have, I think we all have trauma to some extent, but obviously there's big T trauma and, and little T trauma. So just being mindful of that. Did you, so did you say that you have YouTube videos that you've made? Are I those, did. can can people get to those from your website or is that yes. something that yeah, they can? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to, what's your website again? If you can say it. It's me. Yeah, my website is mindshiftwithlauren.com. Okay. And I'm going to link that in the episode notes. Um, and then to access the masterclass, it's. It's mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing this with us today. I know, again, I really encourage everybody listening to really, really explore this because anything that can make us feel less stressed, make us feel, bring more calm into our day is not just just doesn't just make us feel better, but it's actually better for our health. So yeah. Lauren, thank you so much for being with us today. I really appreciate it. And I, I know that my listeners will be visiting your website and learning more from you. Yeah. Thank you so much for, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. After experiencing the peace and relaxation that can come from utilizing one session of EFT tapping, I cannot wait to bring this to you next week. So you're going to go to the episode notes or click the link there, check all of my social media, and you can sign up for the free session with Lauren. There are other activities as well that week, but I'm really excited to bring you something that you're probably not familiar with. It's super easy to use. And for somebody who struggles with um, actual like, diagnosed anxiety and who had been experiencing a really high level of anxiety going into um, March, having this session, it wasn't just the session, but the session alone with just the tapping and learning that technique and knowing I have something I can go to when I am starting to feel anxious or feel stressed or certain feelings um, has been really, really helpful and brought me a lot of peace of mind. So... I look forward to seeing you next week. Again, find me on social media, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or go to the episode notes here to sign up for information about the free EFT tapping session with Lauren next week during Teacher Appreciation Week. Take care and have a great week.